Welcome in, everyone, to the Talking Kentucky post-game show of what is a happy ending to a disappointing season as Kentucky upsets Louisville yet again for the fifth straight year, 38-31, winning the fifth straight Governor's Cup. And uh, it was a win that sort of, in my opinion, makes up for a lot of the things uh, that went wrong this season. I mean, you go on the road. Uh, you go into Louisville, they're 10 and one. They have aspirations to even get in the, into the playoffs still in some respects. Um, they have a they chance to go to a BCS bowl. Yeah, yeah, they definitely could have got a New Year's Six Bowl for sure. They they could have at the, at the least gotten into the New Year's Six Bowl and maybe if a couple of things go the right way, sneak into the playoff. They really – their only loss was to Pitt, and they really shouldn't have even lost that game. Uh, and so they really should be undefeated going into this game, and you go into Louisville on their senior day with the best chance they have to upset you in recent memory, and you still beat them. And it's no surprise to us Kentucky fans because, you know, year in and year out, we just find a way to beat Louisville. And it, we, I mean, it, they're just Louisville. They're going to lose, right, Brad? In my opinion, guys, that's the best win against Louisville since we beat Lamar Jackson. No doubt. And and Brad, I, I was there. I was I was in I was in the University of Kentucky Wildcat Marching Band when we beat yeah. uh, when we beat Lamar uh, when Lamar fumbled. Uh, it was my yeah. sophomore year at UK. That was a heck of a heck of a game to go to, and you know when we were going into the stadium, uh, when, the, when the band was marching into the stadium. And, and I, th- I always think it's low to to boo the band or to make fun of the band, you know, because, you know, right. what are you, what you going to do? You know, it's the band. And right. so, and Louisville always does. You know, we, we went right. on the field with Louisville's band at halftime to play my old Kentucky home, and they still boo us. It's like, what are you yeah. doing? Bo- booing the band, playing my old Kentucky home. But anyway, my that's the point. Yeah. We're yeah. walking in. Um, and you know, they're all saying, don't worry, basketball season's almost here and all this stuff. You know, I remember one guy said to me that exact thing in the stand because the, they, they set the, the visiting band right in the middle of, of a bunch of Louisville fans, really. Um, you're not secluded at all. And somebody said, don't worry, basketball season's almost here. And then when we hit that, when Austin McGinnis hit that field goal, um, yeah. to put us up, uh, to, to, to clinch the game. You know, we, we leaned over to him and said, don't worry, basketball season's almost here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that, that kind of thing. But, now but man, can, that, now that was great. Really, now we can really dig them and say, oh, don't worry, basketball season's here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. And that's a whole other thing. But, no, it, it, it means a lot, right? I mean, it, it, it just – it's – uh, what a win, Brad. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't necessarily see it coming. You know, even I, though it's I to me, this is the best win since Lamar Jackson. I mean, two years ago, what Will Levis did to them, jumping over top of them and everything, that was a pretty good win too. But I would put this one above that one, even with Will Levis's coming in the end zone, double L's down. You remember that a couple of years oh ago? Oh, my gosh. That, There's that so many good too. moments. 
Uh, there's somebody given. I mean, there's the the year the Lynn Bowden was our quarterback, right? We put a wide receiver quarterback. He yeah. runs for like 600 yards on Louisville, throws L's down, yeah. says L's down forever, you know, which became well, sort of a had thing. Four rushing touchdowns in that game two years ago. You remember him coming in the end zone with the L's yep. double L's down? He leaped stuff. over that guy. Oh yeah, man, that I was, mean, just I mean, when not only did he leap over him, he was like four feet above him. <laughs> I mean, I it was, that was just it's insane. Like, hurdled the dude, you know. Tom Tom Leach called him Superman. Yeah. Um, on the on the call. Yeah. And then you you have uh yeah, the past couple of years, yeah, we've just absolutely beaten the brakes right off. Now, we had 47 offensive plays and scored 38 points. I mean, that <laughs> is unreal, guys. Unreal. Um, I mean, you know, in the second half, we had a two, we had two, two play drives. We had a three play drive. Um, you know, we had a kickoff return for a touchdown. So, I mean, there was no plays being called, you know, in this game, really 47 plays in a football game is nothing. Let's, let's look down here in the comments. Uh, we, we got Claude here in here saying go cats baby it's good to have him back you know on the on the football hype train because i think he i think he was certainly off it for a little bit yeah, he, he was just disappointed in the way they played yeah we we kept true. your seat we we kept your seat warm Clyde. so welcome back there um josh hart with the l's down forever there uh that you know and ray davis said that after the game doing a he little did say it in his interview after the yep, game a little l's salute he a did, little salute yeah. to Josh Hart and Lynn Bowden there. Um, Mike Dowd says awesome win. John Cornette has the uh, L's down emoji here, or what we've made as Kentucky fans, the L's down emoji. Um, Clyde says loser Bill can't beat us when they're top 10. Um, Caden Holmes, Kentucky beats Louisville is a broken record at this point. Lisa Marie Scott, go Cats. Mike Dowd, five in a row. Um, and th- by the way, uh, not only is this Mark Stoops's fifth straight Governor's Cup, this is Brendan Bates's fifth straight Governor's Cup. <laughs> how many people yeah. have? How many Kentucky players have five Governor's Cups? Uh, yeah. Brad, not, not Might many. Be Kenneth Horsey's too. It could be. It could be I Kenneth Horsey's. I think he was in his fifth year as well. I believe um, with us. It might be Kenneth Horsey's um, fifth Governor's Cup win as well. Mike Dow, we had 47 offensive plays, scored 38 points, as we just said. Uh, yeah. Josh Hart, Ray Davis had three touchdowns and threw the L's down all three times. Yes, he did. What a game by Ray Davis after only getting 12 carries last week. You know, Brad, I think you could have been the offensive coordinator this year because you've said it all year long, just hand the ball to Ray Davis and good things will happen. And when we've done that, good things have happened. So it's really as simple as that. It's not rocket science, right? So, yeah, um, I mean – Absolutely. Uh, we've got uh, Caden Holmes made a negative comment there, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Shane Bolton says, uh, <laughs> yeah. what, a, what about the wheels on Barry and Brown? He is so fast. It looked like everyone behind him on that kickoff return yeah, was moving like in slow in, motion. In that yeah. play, just talking about that play alone, I mean, it, it, it's like he was lightning and the rest of everybody else on the field was slow motion. I mean, he just run off and left. Him. Um. Mike Dowd says Chance Poor has five, I believe. That's true. He he probably does too. I feel like he's yeah, been Chance on the team Poor since the seventies. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Clyde Hare, J.J. Weaver had a great game, and I was so happy about that. Uh, I Man, mean, he has had – Weaver. Yep. We needed him. We needed him to have a breakthrough game. Um, and we really – J.J. Yep. Weaver is from Louisville. He's in his last year. For him to um, be able to come in, get the get a sack, get two fumble recoveries in the fourth quarter, you know, to um, help secure this game was yep. huge, huge for J.J. Weaver. And, you know, we've really needed J.J. Weaver um, – to have a big year, honestly. And he hasn't had the year that we really needed him to or hoped that he would have. But today, uh, against his hometown team, he really made a difference. Uh, he got that fumble recovery. Um, he, he had a big sack. Yeah, yeah, he did two of them. That's right. Uh, and yeah. he had a big sack there at the end of the game. Um, but uh, it, let, let's talk about the fumbles for a minute. I mean, you know, it, it, we just had Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Um, you can't let the Louisville quarterbacks carry the turkey to the table because they might drop it, right? You know, um, it, it, Lamar fumbled, yeah, and cost and cost Louisville the game. As we were just talking about, I was there for that, yeah. And then, really, that fumble cost them the game today too, ultimately, because that's what allowed us to get that touchdown to, to put us up. And then we almost, you know, uh, kind of screwed it up there when Leary threw the interception. Uh, right, which yeah. was an, an awful, awful interception. But you know that fumble allowed us to win the game, and uh, and and it's just one to add to the archives, Brad. Another Louisville quarterback fumble. So yeah, I mean, huge play in the game, huge you know fumble recovery by JJ Weaver, and like I said, I mean from him being from Louisville, he does so much giving back to the city of Louisville as well. Yeah. He's such a good, you know, person. Been through a lot with his father actually being murdered. I don't know if you guys know that yep. or not, but his father yep. was murdered. Um, so he's been through a lot. And to see, you know, him be able to come in and, you know, in his hometown and do what he did today was was excellent. It was. Um, and now we'll get to Caden Holmes's comment here, which he, he also says – what you all call negative, I call realistic. But um, he says, I don't mind bashing Louisville, but what's up with our guys talking trash and trying to get in fights every game? We're 7-5. and five. I feel like we aren't good enough to be doing all that. Well, it's different when you're playing Louisville because it's, it's Louisville, and that's just what it robbery. is. Yeah, it's a robbery. I mean, but to be fair, we've done that all it. year. But they so. were talking about it you know, on the uh, radio post game because I was driving in, and I, I was listening on the radio, and I mean – they were talking about the radio post game. People was even talking about how you could just feel the negative bad blood in the atmosphere today. Yeah. That, you know, that bickering back and forth with fans, mm -hmm. with on the field to the players, to the, I mean, you know, and he's, you know, they were talking about it and, and that's, that's part of a rivalry, Caden. I, I think, I mean, especially, yeah. An in-state rivalry like we are, I, I feel like we also have that with Tennessee in football. Shane says Deion Walker should be first or second team All-American. He is a beast. Yeah, that dude, the, what it impresses me the most about Deion Walker is that, yeah, he's what, 6'6", 300-something pounds, and he's still able to three, move three, like three, three, 
350, and he's still able to move like he's a DB or something. It's insane. Did you see yeah. – you're talking about – so it was a couple of – maybe one or two games ago. Did you see him walk out? So they, they snapped a picture pregame. You know how they have four players come out for the coin toss? Yeah. Devin, Devin Leary was standing beside Deion Walker, and they snapped a picture from behind. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he makes Devin Leary look look like a kid. He reminds me of that dude on Georgia a couple years ago that was just a beat number 99 on Georgia that was just an absolute beast, made everybody else look tiny. Um, He's huge. He's a massive human being. And and to move like he does is really legit. I mean, he's legit. We're we're gonna um, try to take some calls here in a minute because I, I really just want this to be a celebration. You know, it's been a it's been a frustrating year um, because you know you look back and you see what we did today, having forty seven plays and putting up thirty eight points. I mean, the easy thing to do is say, why didn't we beat Missouri? Why didn't we beat Tennessee? Um, you know, why did we definitely why didn't we beat South Carolina last week? I, I was shocked we only went in there up, South you know, Carolina, up 14 definitely. points, right? Uh, South Carolina well, definitely. But if you want to take a quick look back, I mean, let's be realistic, okay? Caden was talking about being realistic. Yeah. Here's a realistic take. Oh, he's a realist. All right. Yeah. We now have played four top 10 teams. Yep. Mm -hmm. We played Georgia. We played Alabama. And you weren't going to win those. We played Missouri. And we've played Louisville. There's That's four top 10 teams. And I'm not even counting Tennessee. Right. Yeah. That's that's not even counting Tennessee. Yep. Who's still a top 25 team. When you look at it from that perspective, it's like, yeah, you, you can be a little bit more sympathetic. <laughs> I think I mean, Missouri is a lot better than, than we thought they were going to be. Too. I mean, I, I'm just trying to give Kentucky fans a little bit of perspective. Kentucky's schedule coming into this game compared to Louisville's schedule. I mean, I want to give you guys a little snip, snick, snip big here of like, so can Louisville's schedule. There's 131 teams in Division I football. Louisville's schedule before we played today was a, was ranked 115th. It's because it's the ACC. Can you imagine a SEC school having a schedule ranked that's 115th in the country? I know. Well, and and we can sit here in a power conference and have a and go through the entire conference because they were done playing conference games today. Before today, they went through the entire conference and have the hundredth and fifteenth ranked schedule in the country. That is plum sad. You know, and we could sit here, you know, and and bash Louisville all all day, but you know, I. I may as well just read some stuff from the from the horse's mouth. You know, Vince Marrow just tweeted, uh, all you media guys, which we didn't say this to be fair. You know, I, I think I think this was mainly KSR that said this. 
He said, all you media guys, hello. We lost the locker room. Laugh my ass off. We own this state no matter what. Go Big Blue. <laughs> so that's – and he's been quiet. He's been quiet. So uh, who said it's good that? to see who him. Who it was? That was Vince Marrow. Oh, that's Vince event. Marrow. Okay, yeah. The big um, dog. The big dog. <laughs> uh, Nick Rouse just tweeted, this is the highest-ranked win of the Mark Stoops era. Um. And it's speaking of Barry and Brown, we were talking about him. Uh, oh man, this is a great played good uh, today. Had a great return. Played good today. Yeah, no, he did. This is a great picture of uh, the guys in the locker room with the with the governor's cup. I'll have to to post that later. Um, but speaking of Barry and Brown, how about the dude in the in the crowd surrounded by Louisville fans with the Barry and Brown jersey on, throwing the L's down. Uh, yeah after Barry and Brown had a kick return. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, everybody sort of said, you know, dedicated this game to Freddie Maggard. Um, a, a lot of yeah. people were saying that. Um, and, uh, you know, Freddie being somebody that's been on the show and everything, um, he did tweet out, um, grateful, I'll remember the 2023 Governor's Cup as long as I can. Thank you, as Kentucky. Long as I can. Yeah. So that was that's definitely meaningful to win it for yeah. Freddie Maggard. Um, he never got to play uh Louisville, uh, we, no. we weren't playing Louisville steadily no, when uh, when no. he was quarterback. We, we so. started in the late 90s, I think so. Then we like used to play for like a bur no, that was Tennessee when, we, was when Tennessee. we played Tennessee. We used to Tennessee play for the, the bourbon, bourbon barrel. Yeah, I think we should bring that back. That's bourbon. cool. I think yeah. we should play for a bourbon barrel. I think that would be cool. Um, Lauren Hayes says, realistically, Kentucky had a shot at those games, but our schedule far outweighs theirs. ACC doesn't even compare to the SEC, but we won, and I'm super excited about that. And Go that's Cats. why, guys, if you watch my show, College Sports Test, all season long, I have been saying that Louisville is far outrated ranked right now that they should not be where they are, that their schedule was weak as crap all yep. season long. And, um, you know, I've been saying that the ACC is basically trash and I've been saying this stuff on my show. If you watch my show, I've been saying this stuff all year long. I said before this season started before Brom coached his first game in Louisville. I said that Louisville has a chance to make the ACC championship game. I looked at their schedule, and I, I told people that I'm in a group with with College Sportscast. They're all ACC people, or mm -hmm. most of them are. And I told them, I said, you watch, Louisville is going to make the ACC championship game. And they laughed at me. And I told them, I said, their schedule is weak as hell. The ACC is terrible. <laughs> and sure enough, it happened. Here's a here's a video of Stoops in the locker room. I don't know what. Oh, it's a video of Mark Stoops breaking a stool in the locker room. I have not seen this yet. Matt Jones just tweeted this out. Right here, there. I'll have to post that, too. You can imagine what this this looks like. I'm gonna I'm gonna commentate it here. Mark Stoops has picked up a stool and bashed it up against the lockers and broke it. So yeah, that's a uh, Stoops. Stoops is excited. Yeah, he's uh 
you, you know, Stoops doesn't get like that often. You know, he doesn't get that animated often. So, uh, so that's good to see too. Um, so it, we have to talk about this too. So I, I, I knew this was going to come up at some point. Um, Mike Dow brings up thoughts on Stoops. Speaking of Stoops, uh, thoughts on Stoops to Texas A&M. So that all those rumors were going on before the game, and they're still going on. And I mean, here's my take on it, really quick. Um, it, it seems like it's a real thing. Um, like it seems like it's a real possibility because of the sources I'm seeing that are talking about it. Pete um, normally, yeah. Normally, things like that are are um, just sort of rumors that float around Twitter, but I've seen like legit people talking about it. They talked about it on game day. Um, but my take on it is I, I would be, I, I think he would be really stupid to go to Texas A&M because any school that's willing to buy out um, somebody for $76 million for having a winning season, um, that, that's a red flag to me. I don't think she go to that school. And, um, Stoops has got it made at Kentucky. Stoops could go seven and five, eight and four here and keep his job forever. But if you go nine and three at Texas A&M. On a rumor that I'm hearing coming out of Texas A&M. And I don't know if this will happen. Okay. But coming out of Texas A&M, I am legit hearing that Texas A&M is prepared to offer Kirby Smart anywhere from 20 to 30 million a year to leave Georgia and to come to Texas A&M. But do you think that would he leave Georgia? Would he really leave that dynasty to go to Texas well, A&M? Holy cow. I mean, Saban is the most and he makes like 11 or 12. So how maybe. how much did you say he would make? There up to 30, 20 to 30 million dollars a year that they are prepared to offer you. I mean, they can do that because they're Texas A&M and they got the money for it. But where's all this money? So you're gonna put you're gonna pay I, listen, Jimbo. I'm not Kirby Smart will do it, but money talks. <laughs> yes, it did. And um, bullshit walks. That's what I was always told. Uh Lauren says I heard they offered him a literal blank check. Yeah. Well. So I'm not sure these these rumors of Mark Stoops and a couple of names that was mentioned today. I'm not sure that it's there. Those are not kind of a a, a front to, you know what I distract. mean? To, to I mean, we hear Stoops' name every really year. Yeah. But, but Texas A&M has the money, guys, to do far better than what Mark Stoops has done. I'm just, listen, I'm a Kentucky fan, and I love him. Yep. Done a good job. But they have the money they could go out and offer $30 million to Lincoln Riley, or they can offer $30 million to, to, you know, Kirby smart, or they can offer $30 million to Jim Harbaugh. Who's done a real good job at Michigan the last three. Yeah. Or four. That's the other thing I would be shocked. I mean, Mark Stoops is a good coach, but I would be shocked if Texas A&M's first choice was Mark Stoops. I mean, it I, just doesn't I really, I think they're trying to distract is what I think. To be fair, really to be fair, the same thing happened a few years ago with LSU. 
everybody was saying Mark Stoops is going to LSU, and then who they get? They they throw the bank at Brian Kelly, and he goes down. And that that's probably the that's same thing. What that's these schools do? I mean, LSU done it to Brian Kelly. You know what I mean? Like that's what I wouldn't be shocked. Do. I wouldn't be shocked if if A and M goes after Brian Kelly. To be honest with you. And I wouldn't be shocked if Brian Kelly left. Just I, I don't think he's had. I mean, how many schools has he been out now? You know, I don't think. Why would you leave Notre Dame to go to LSU? I mean, I don't. I don't think that's a step up job. To be honest, I think you know Notre Dame. It's it's luxurious because you get to make your schedule every year, yeah. right? You can still get into the playoff. It's much harder when you're coaching in the SEC having oh, to play yeah. Alabama every yeah, year. Absolutely. And uh, but money so, talks. It well clearly that's why he left. Um, and I'm not saying that Kirby Smart would do it. He, that's his alma mater. I don't, I don't think he would. But when somebody says we will give you thirty million dollars <laughs> a year to come here, I mean, you've got to at least seriously consider that. Shane says I think Stoops would only leave for Alabama, LSU, or his alma mater, Iowa, or I, I would throw Florida State. In that mix too, doesn't look like Florida State's going to have a vacancy anytime soon. Um, now, here's an interesting one though. Lawrence says I think Michigan will offer Stoops. Do you think if Harbaugh's out at Michigan, um, do you think that's one that he would consider? Well, but why would you want to inherit that mess Maybe with everything that's going Stoops on? Because all the ties in the Ohio, Michigan, you know, in that area up there. So, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe I could see yeah. that, Lauren. But that they, that they would do that. Michigan today, State just had an opening, and they didn't do it. Right. Michigan right. State just hired Oregon State's coach today. It was announced today. Oh, is that right? I hadn't seen that yet. Jonathan Smith, I think, is his name. He's the coach at Oregon State. They just hired him today. Um. So uh, we'll we'll take a we'll take a few calls uh, here, uh, but you know, for today, Mark Stoops is still the coach at Kentucky, and we just beat Louisville. And we're seven and five, and we'll talk about too uh, what what bowl we might go to here. Um, but uh, so tell us your thoughts on on the Stoops A and M rumors. Um, give us your thoughts on um, beating Louisville for the ten thousandth time in a row, um, and uh, give us your thoughts on bowls. You know, whatever. JJ Weaver, sixth finger, whatever you want to say. Uh, and we're already getting the call before I can even get the the phone number up on the screen. I think this is Claude. Um, and indeed it is, you know, Claude's somebody that I have his number saved just because, yeah. um, he calls so much. So what's up, Claude? I was waiting on from the phone line to open up. I was waiting. I was like, I was like, is he ever going to come around? But no, nah, I'm just kidding. But man, 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 what a, what a day, man. What a, what a win by the cats. Yeah, I know. I said, I wasn't going to fool around and watch this game, but Y'all know me. Y'all take me way too serious. Y'all well, that, that's know how I am. Y'all know how I am. I say one thing, then I do the other. That's just the way I've always been. Oh, we know. You know that's me. why we said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't take me too serious. So, I, I, you know, I, I knew going into the game that we would have a chance because it's Louisville, but I, I'm still kind of shocked that we won. So, you know, I, it's, it's still kind of yeah. – I'm still getting used to it, you know. But uh, Great comeback. We were down 10 twice. So, did you see all the game, Claude? Yes, I watched the whole game. Um, you know, I was I, I, there for, like, even even after the first half, when it was 7 and 10, I'm like, this is a lot closer than it really should be. But we're in this game. Yep. And we got a whole nother half 
And then, you know, I feel like after Barry Allen had that 100 yard return, it was, yeah, was huge. 14, uh, 17 to 14. I'm thinking in my mind, we're going to win this game. We're going to win it. Yep. And then not only that, wait, who? No, because Louisville scored and they were up 24 to 14. Yep. And then we scored again. But I really, the game changer was probably those two, that fumble that, uh, I can't remember. That's right. What was the score for the second fumble that we had? What was that score? Oh, uh, it was tied. It was 24-24 when that happened. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. And that was what? The third quarter? No, that was – I think that was the fourth quarter. Then we went up 31-24. to 24, And then Leary threw the interception, right? Yeah. And then they tied yeah. it up. And then we went down and scored again with the Ray Davis third touchdown. And that's what, you know, sealed the game. Yeah, so. I with a minute like, to go. Like, Why don't you just take the sack? Why even throw that? You just take the sack and you punt it and you move on. You don't, you know, because right after they got that interception, they scored. And I'm like, okay, this is a very important drive. We have to win this. We're going to win this. And, man, I'll tell you what, what a heck of a fourth quarter. That is that is the best fourth quarter I have seen Kentucky football play yep. in a few years. And I, I was not I was not expecting that going into the game today, but it was it was certainly a pleasant surprise. But sweet baby um, Ray. Sweet baby Ray. Does this Claude, does this um you know, does this take away from uh or take away some of the pain from earlier in the season for you? Yes, because this is the biggest win in my opinion, and this is the biggest win, like Nick Grouch said, this is the biggest win in the Stoops era against a top ten team. You know what? Yeah, we should have had a better season. But nothing is better than being a Louisville team when they're top 10 on their high horse, coming and thinking, oh, we're going to beat little old Kentucky. Mm, not Louisville. Your daddy, remember that. And the Governor's <laughs> Cup is ours. And that's ours. And that's been ours. And Louisville, you know, you, you don't run nothing in the state. You might have a bigger city. You might have, you know, Jack Harlow. But you ain't better than Kentucky football, no matter what your ranking is. Do you see Jack Harlow flipping off the Kentucky fans? Do you all see that? Uh, that's not going to age well. He's going to be a meme now because of that. So He's already. I've already <laughs> seen already it. He's already all over Twitter. I've yeah. already seen it. I didn't yeah, even see it live. But yeah. Are you guys going to do a show before the Miami game or after the Miami game? I'm, we'll probably, I know you don't know. We'll, we'll probably do a, a post game for the Miami game. Okay, so no TK thinks just like a regular post game after the game. Well, we probably we probably will. Yeah, with some of the TK's takes with some of these small teams, you know, we don't have any really new things to say, so we're not doing one after every game. But yeah, we'll probably do a legit post game show after the Miami Last game. Last couple of days, we got the Jacks following now. Well, I figured I'd just have to know ahead of time, you know, and we're gonna have the Dolly Parton memes. Yeah. Oh, the Dolly yeah, Parton man. memes too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Dolly Parton memes. Yeah, those are those are. It's crazy. She how old is she's she's yeah. seventy. She's seventy seven. I think my seven. I think my favorite one was uh, I saw one that said when Dolly Parton first came out, I thought it was the Dallas Cowboys honoring a cheerleader from their last Super Bowl. I thought that was I thought that was a good one. Um, but uh, yeah. well, Claude, man, thanks for thanks for calling in. We're twenty six and out here dying, and she's seventy seven. You know, like she's twenty seven, but you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, man, great win by the Cats. Governor Cup is ours for the fifth year in a row. 
And, uh, boy, it feels good to add to that trophy case. And uh, I can't wait for the ball game. I'm really excited to see where they put us. Um, they might put us in the Mississippi Bowl. I don't know. But where they put us, I'm going to I'm excited. This win's got me back in. And uh, I, needed, I needed something like this just to get back in, to, get, to be dialing again. And I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't really give up on her. You know, my post has said otherwise, but I stuck to them, and you can't say I didn't. That's that's right, Clyde. Well, thanks for calling in, All man. Right. Absolutely. Go Cats. Go Cats. You know, another reason this was a big win is, is going into the postseason and going into the offseason – to keep the fan base, or at least make the fan base feel a little bit better, because it could have gotten really ugly. Yeah, because signing, Maybe. signing periods only like three. The early signing periods like three weeks away, and, and we've been owning Louisville in recruiting. Like we'd be, we've been able to just walk into Louisville and just get oh, yeah. whoever Absolutely. we want. Like in you know, you know, players that grew up like basically on Louisville's campus, we just go take them. If Louisville and won this game today in Brom's here, first baby. year, yeah, Jeff Brom is a good coach. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. If Brom would have won this, coach. he's also a pretty good recruiter. I don't think he's a top-notch recruiter, but he can develop guys too. I mean, at Purdue, he had a walk-on quarterback that he developed into a pretty pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's a good coach. So. Yeah, getting him at home in the first year, and then next year we get to get them at our place. And then if we can if we can knock him off in year one and year two, it'll it'll set a stage and a precedent. You know what, Brom? As good as you are, you still can't beat Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that that's the thing, Louisville. Even in your best year. The best, one of the best teams you've ever had, you you still can't beat one of the worst teams that we've had. In Same the thing era. happened when you know when they had Lamar Jackson. That's the reason why I brought that win up. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, yeah. So, it, but that's what I'm saying about it, this could have been a huge recruiting swing for in Louisville's favor if Brom beats us in his first year. Uh, and then having a mass exodus at Kentucky, like um, like Shane says here, uh, this win was huge for recruiting. If we lost this game, I expected a mass exodus in the offseason. Um, but that didn't happen. So between last night with Kentucky basketball um, scoring the most points it ever has in the Calipari era and today knocking off Louisville. It was a good weekend. Uh, it, it, was it was a, was a good, good it was it was a much needed good weekend <laughs> for a Kentucky it was fan. A good weekend. I mean, yeah, last night—I'll be honest with you. Last night's game was just a joy and fun to watch. I think we're getting like, a call another call yeah. here, probably from probably from Josh. Well, it we reminded me of there. Patino's Bombinos, and I don't know if you Kentucky fans. Patino's Bombino, yep. Patino's Bombinos remind me of. I think we were getting a call from from Josh, but uh, but he hung up. It looks like so. Uh, Josh, call back uh, if you so desire here. And I'll take so, your call. Just so you guys know, the talent we have is way more. But that 89-90 team, Patino's first year, man, they just had fun. They 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 spread the floor, threw it up from anywhere, and they had the nickname. We couldn't go to the to the tournament, you know. We were 14 and 14 with a bunch of Kentucky boys 
and they their nickname was Patino's Bombinos. Bombinos. That's right. The Patino's Bombino. Well, that's certainly felt like uh, the Calipari Bombinos last night. It was it was yeah. good. And man, Reed Reed Shepherd's so good, man. Uh, like that that kid that kid's awesome. Um, but we'll take uh we'll take more calls here if anybody else wants to call in five zero two two three four one five zero four now. I think we're getting a Josh call. What's up, Josh? L's down forever. Hey, what's going on, guys? Sorry, I was having problems with my phone. I can't get a signal, so. No, you're good, man. I am in, I, I am in Eastern Kentucky, so it's, it's it's hit or miss in here. That'll that'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, well, how are you feeling about the cats? Well, I mean, yes, it was not the season we wanted, but anytime we beat Louisville at Louisville, like Clyde said, and they're ranked top ten, and all this week we never heard nothing from the cat fan base and. Everybody had really just checked out, but I mean, it was great. I mean, I, I was, I was, I had all kinds of emotions, especially when Larry threw that pick, and I was like, why, why, why do you hate us, Devin Larry? Yeah, I was, I did ball? not understand that. I was like, that may have been he the worst. Just, he just chucked it, and it, it was a, it was a duck. And as soon as he threw it, I yep. said it's picked. Yep. As soon as he threw it up, I was picked. like, "There's like Louisville's entire team is standing there ready to, to catch it." I'm like, "I don't know." Well, um, think think of it this way: we it was ten to seven at the half. The first half, Cohen was in the booth. Cohen comes down from the booth. And it changed the whole perception. Oh, you're game, right. In my opinion, I, now I remember. I remember seeing him on the sideline, but I, that even didn't even register in my brain because I'm so used to seeing him on the Somebody's sideline. Somebody's been saying this yeah. all. Year Brad, long. Brad has been saying this all year long, and you are exactly right. <laughs> this is another reason, Josh. You and Brad could have been the offensive uh, coordinators here this year. I mean, guys. That I, I mean, you got to think at this point that really has something to do with it, right? He goes up in the booth, for the game. takes Cohen away. Needs that feel for the game. Yep. Why do you yeah. think he came down? Why do you think he decided to come down finally? I mean, beats I me. Think he just. I think. I think he saw that they were they were struggling, and he really wanted this game bad. And he's like, you know what? I'm good enough to come down. It's a nice warm day here in, in the Commonwealth. You know, it's not too cold. It's just perfect football weather. He's like, I'm going to go down and be with my guys. I'm going to be go down and be with my dudes. And, and when, I'm and telling you, did, I think that was a big positive boost for for the team today. And I think that's why we played so so well in the second half. I mean, and we, we had back to back plays. Josh, uh, we scored 31 yeah, points. Uh, one of the 55 yard play, and then Ray Davis took it in uh, on that, uh, that, uh, like little curl route thing. He yeah. did the end zone and caught it. I mean, that dude was spectacular today. Three touchdowns, one, one rushing, two receiving, I believe, or maybe it was two rushing, one receiving. I can't remember. And again, it's no, like it a low page relationship yeah. because, you know, he's. Uh, he's great when we give him the ball, but why haven't we given him the ball? What what would have happened if we just fed Ray more, especially in the South Carolina game? But uh, Matt Jones has a stat here. Kentucky scored more points in the second half today than they did in any game last season. More points yeah, in the I second half today it, than any game last season. He was out of yep. the booth. They scored yeah, 31 points in the second half. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, Josh, so Josh, is this is this uh, sort of make up for a lot of the disappointment? I'll ask you the same thing I asked Clyde. Um, it's a step in the right direction. It does because it, there's nothing better than beating Louisville. Yeah. But the 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 the, the South Carolina loss is still it should have never. It should have never. Yeah. We shouldn't have lost that game, but no. it is what it is. We'll go, we'll go to a, um, you know, a bowl game on December thirtieth or something like that. Play somebody. Well, I'm, I'm going to make you season at eight and five. I'll make you a prediction. So I think, I think we're going to play in the Duke's Mayo Bowl in North Carolina, and I think we're going to play the Duke Blue Devils. And I think that could be a really intriguing matchup for Kentucky. That'd be great. I would love to play Duke, Duke in football. Duke, 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 Duke. Yeah. You know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping what? we play Clemson because there's some Clemson. Real quick, real quick. I don't think yeah. Stoops is going anywhere. I think it's a bunch of bull crap. I think it's fodder, you know, because I think yeah. it's just a bunch of people mad. I think it's just bull crap. He, he's not going nowhere. I mean, why would you? You know, he didn't I agree. Why would you? Well, money. But. And then. And then you know, there's that big yeah, rumor. Uh, we're gonna get, we might get Will Rogers in the transfer portal. You know, he's a he's a dynamic. Yeah, Brad. You know, he's SEC ready. Me and Brad's talked about it a little bit here and yeah. there on chat. So I mean, I mean, Barry Brown's coming back. Dan Key's coming back. You know, we're losing Ray Davis. But, yeah. I mean, we got big running backs coming in next year. I mean. They been they killed it in recruiting. So I mean, the sky's the limits. I mean, yes, again, we didn't have the season we dreamt of, but we did. We did stop Louisville's dream season. We and and that's and that's the best part of all this. Uh, Corey Price says Ray Davis has now set a new UK football single season record for most touchdowns scored with yep. twenty. Yep, with twenty. So that's yep. that's awesome. Uh, broke, Kentucky scored Snell's record actually today. Can, can, yes, he did. Kentucky scored uh, their most points in the second half of a road game since September twenty eighth, two thousand two, at Florida when they scored thirty four in the second half. Um, but, uh, Josh, got anything else before we let you go? No, I'm just, uh, excited. I, I'm really excited about our basketball team. They, they was, they played exceptionally well against Marshall last night. I thought they did. That too. was the biggest point. I think the biggest point, um, uh, production Under Calipari. by a Calipari team ever, maybe. It so, is. You know, I mean, we we won back to back games. Both teams won. Uh, you know, our, our, our basketball cats won yesterday. Um, football cats won today. Uh, volleyball girls won the SEC championship. So that's right, they did. You know, yeah. We 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 get a little down, and then they bring us back up. So that's I guess that's part of being a, a big blue uh, nation Kentucky fan. You got to keep your heart. Josh, yeah, we just want to talk about the women's uh, basketball team. I just, I'm, I'm just very, very, very happy that we uh, we beat Louisville today. <laughs> we'll sweep that Amen. one. Up. Amen, man. Well, thanks All for coming in. Yep, you guys have a great night. Go Cats. Go Cats. Go yeah, Cats, Red said we won't talk about the women's basketball team. Yeah, we're gonna sweep that one under the rug. Yeah, we, <laughs> nobody look at that. Yeah, no, nobody looked over there. Um, Hey, we can talk a little basketball if we want. Mike Dowd says, "Will Bradshaw be back for the Miami game?" 
Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know, man. I think he should be. I don't know if he will be. He should but, be. But. And I'm not saying that the kid is going to play 25 minutes, okay? Yeah. But he is building. He's excited. He is. He's tweeting about it. He's showing up for practice. He's two and a half hours before the game. He's at shoot-arounds. I mean, the kid wants to play. You can see it. And yep. he was cleared. And I realized that he has to, um, you know, build back his stamina and be game ready and all that kind of stuff. But give the kid 10, 12 minutes, five, six minutes a half. And let's just yep. see what, what he can do. I'm not saying he's ready to go in there and play 18, 25, you know, minutes or anything like that. But give the kid five or six minutes a half. Stoops uh, said in his postgame presser, said, he said the SEC will prepare you for anybody. We'll leave it at that. I mean, guys, yeah. the SEC, that's why I said we have played four top ten teams right now this year. Name another school in the country that has done that. Yep. Um, <laughs> Drew Franklin, who hates Louisville more than any of us, uh, tweeted, Hi, my name's Drew Franklin, and I'm addicted to Louisville fumbles. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nice. Um, <laughs> I love the way you know, Drew says it better than any of us. What's this thing about oxygen? He said here, he said, um, uh, just if you if you need Louisville memes, you know, just just go to Drew's page. Um, <laughs> said I need a go big blue through my TV speakers like I need oxygen. <laughs> yep, yep, I I agree. Um, but uh, anybody else that wants to call in five zero two two three four one five zero four, your thoughts on the game bowl game? So what do you what are you feeling on the bowl games, Brad? Do you think uh, well, are, are you here in the Mayo game, Bowl before this game? When we were at six wins, I had heard there was a pretty good chance that we would be in that Duke Mayo Bowl. Yep, that's what I that's what I was hearing before this win. I got a feeling that this might up us just a little bit. Maybe we go Gator to Liberty Bowl. Bowl, huh? Gator Bowl or Liberty Bowl? I'm yeah. thinking Liberty. Maybe is Liberty a step up from Mayo? I mean, it sounds I like think, it is. I think I, I like. Think I think I like the Liberty. Mayo is actually one of the last SEC um, um, assignments Bowls. for the bowl games. Yeah, I mean, if I if I had to choose between Liberty and Mayonnaise, we I'd, I'd we probably won't take Liberty go all day. to the Music City Bowl. So you guys, because we were there last year, we won't. They won't put us there back to back. We won't go. So that rules no. that one out. So the only other one, I think it might be the Liberty Bowl would be a guess for me. You don't think Gator? You don't think Gator Bowl? You're not not thinking that one? Probably not. No, there's too many teams. I mean, Tennessee's eight and four beat us. Texas LSU. Bowl. Yeah, maybe that one. Maybe that one. That, that could be that one. Might be an option. Yeah. You know, I would like to play Duke, though. I mean, that would be cool if we if we play Duke in, in football. I, I just think that'd be an intriguing Yoko, game. Yoko's a good coach. Now I'm telling you, if you're if you're going to go to a bad bowl, you may as well play a team like Duke. You know, play he's, another bad. He's another name that that in that Stoops report. Yeah, Mike Elko, the Duke coach, was another name that was tied to Texas A and M. Yeah, yeah, he was. 
Um, there's also a picture uh, floating around on Twitter here of Ray Davis throwing the L's down uh, at Jack Harlow after he scored the last touchdown, which is good for him. Another awesome, like I just Listen, like there's so many great things. If we're Kentucky fans. Today. It's a little different. I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk real <laughs> here for just a minute. And I, you know, it's a little different throwing the L's down than literally flipping people off. Okay? Yes. Yep. It's a little different, you know? Like, a, it is a little different. Have, have Jack Harlow, I'm calling you out. Have some class. Yes. Have some class. Yeah, what's his song, First Class? He doesn't have yeah, any class. I mean, seriously, have some class, dude. Like, seriously, yeah. I don't care if you're 22, 23, learn something. Well, seriously, he's a Louisville. Have some class. He's I mean, a Louisville fan. He's, he doesn't I have mean, class. Seriously, dude, like, I just don't understand. I mean, you know, the rivalry thing and the whole L's down and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's all fun. That's, that's that, you know, that's a little fun. And, and I can say the same thing about Texas fans with the old, you know, horns down and they throw a fit and everything. I mean, that's just a rivalry thing. But yeah. Jack Harlow, seriously, dude, have some class. Flipping yeah, people no, off. I, I agree flipping, with that. Flipping fans off and flipping people off double doing it setting it on stage and acting acting all bad and everything yeah that's trash dude that's trash um yeah mark stoops mike elko kyle whittingham jed fish and and jeff trailer are are, are five uh leading candidates yeah um, that's what I said. elko's name was in that same report that had that had um stoops's name in from duke uh mark stoops on his name actually, and elko is actually an ex assistant coach at texas a&m so he has some ties okay here mark stoops in his postgame presser was asked about his name being linked to the texas a&m coaching vacancy and his reply brad was come on you know better than that stoops has been has been dedicated to kentucky since he's been here and he said, also said, this is a big win for our program and state. I'm keeping the focus and concentration on our team. So, I mean, who knows? I, I, do you read that as, as he's staying? Or, or do you still think a there's a chance he'd duck out? Unless, you know, the, the, the four wins or four losses in a row this time or four out of five that we just had, unless that – just really devastated him. He has always been dedicated to Kentucky. He is he has wanted to build this. He's wanted to leave a legacy and not just jump from school to school like some of these dudes do in, in the game of football now and basketball. Mm -hmm. um, I think Stoops wants to build a legacy. He wants to do something similar to his that his brother did, that his father did. Yeah. And he wants to leave a legacy. Yeah. I, th I think he does too. And I think he can't, I think, like I said, I think it'd be stupid to go to Texas A&M. I think it'd be stupid for anybody to go to Texas A&M because you could win nine, 10 games there and they'll still pay $76 million to fire you. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I don't know why you would want to go there. Stoops would almost certainly get fired if he went there, unless you're winning national championships. It's just doesn't matter. Unless, unless you can beat Bama. Yep. You know what I mean? Unless you can beat Bama consistently, which who wants to, Say that they can do that. And now, 
And now you got to worry about Texas and you got to worry about Oklahoma and you got to worry about Georgia because there's no divisions anymore. So <laughs> what's the one, what's the one Jack Perlow song? It's uh, he, he says something like call me young Patino. Cause I'm good in both towns. I would argue that he was not good in both towns because <laughs> in one town he got a title stripped and he was doing things in Italian restaurants. So I, I don't, I wouldn't call that good in both towns. So no, no, he, yeah. he definitely was not good in the other town. That's for sure. Not, not in the grand scheme of things. No. I don't think so either. Um, Patino's Bombinos. Um, Mike Dowd, uh, I don't believe the Ohio guys he recruits would follow him to A&M. They'll stay coming to Kentucky not far from home. Well, that, I mean, that's part of it, the, the regional. I mean, I, I do think he's kind of nailed down the Ohio recruiting pipeline. Uh, because, because it's just a few hours away. It's a drive away, you know, four, five, six hours away. I mean, down to Texas A&M, you got to recruit against – Texas, Oklahoma. Baylor, Oklahoma, LSU, you know. So why would you want to do that and yeah. have the stakes yeah. be much higher? I mean, that's why, again, I would be shocked if, if he was the first choice for AM. and I'd also be shocked if Stoops would actually want to leave for AM. Um, I I mean, it, it could happen. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying it's impossible. It, it could I mean, happen. Guys, the last but, three or four years, every year, Every year at the end of the season, there is a rumor that Stoops is a candidate for some job. Every yeah, year, Michigan or at LSU or every you know, year, Texas A&M or whatever. Claude says Stoops is the best coach we ever had. It, it, you know, to be fair, <laughs> that is not what Claude was saying yeah, yesterday. Uh, um, two days but, ago, that's not what Clyde was saying. Just so y'all know. <laughs> um, yeah, I will not read his text on the air. But that is not what he was saying. But that just goes to show, you know, it, it all depends. It all depends on the weekend. And, and to quote Mark Stoops, to kind of uh, round things out here before we before we get out of here, um, to quote Mark Stoops, you know, it only takes a week to be humbled. You know, you, it, our uh, emotions depend on each week, depend on every single game. We feel like we're the we can beat anybody right now. Cause we, we just took down Louisville at Louisville. Um, but you know, last week we lose to South Carolina. Who's also terrible. Um, well, let's be honest so. guys. This Louisville team, as good as they were, they were ranked ninth in one poll, 10th in one poll. They're, they're like ninth or 10th in the college football playoff rankings right now. And all of that is rather ridiculous. And I've been saying it on my it show is. all season long. Let, let's be honest. How many SEC teams could this Louisville team play and actually beat? Uh, maybe Vandy. Mississippi State. Mississippi State, for sure, this year. Yep. But, I mean, even Auburn would be a tough one for them. Um, yep. Florida would probably be a tough one for them. Um South Carolina would be a tough one for them. Probably would. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, depending on – I just feel like South Carolina is such a different team depending on where they play. Um, Home and away. They are. But uh, well, we'll do sort of a last call for calls here as we, we read some some scores from around the country here before we, we round out here. Um, so 502-234-1504. Alabama – 
uh, is up on Auburn 17 to 14 in the Iron Bowl uh, at the start of the second half here. Arizona completely destroying Arizona State 45 to 7. BYU. Arizona's for real, guys. That Arizona team is legit. They are. Uh, BYU is beating Oklahoma State 24 to 13, third quarter. Uh, Tennessee taking care of Vanderbilt 31 to 10. Michigan beat Ohio State. Big win today for the college football playoff. Coming in on halftime here, uh, Washington uh, is only up a touchdown on Washington State 14 to 7. Uh, a team that's undefeated is currently in the college football playoff. Um, Michigan takes down Ohio State today, 30 to 24. LSU takes down Texas A&M after a slow start, uh, 42 to 30. We got some great Mark, games coming pause up. right there for just a second. Yeah. If LSU only had a defense, if if LSU had a defense, they would they'd be in the playoff. Yep. If LSU only had a defense, I mean, holy cow, guys! Seriously, they, they all, would. Year, all year long, Jaden Daniels. Agree. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how you don't give that kid the Heisman. I really don't. Yep. I think they will. I hope they do. I hope I they don't do. Know how you don't. I hope they do. Um, Florida State goes to the swamp to take on Florida tonight. Uh, any chance the Gators can get that upset? Uh, Brad, with Florida State having their starting quarterback. I mean, that out. game is, is was changed last week so much. They're both playing backup quarterbacks, both teams. Yep. And it's just – it's it's hard to really say, you know. I mean, you don't know, you know. So the quarterback that Florida is using tonight, Graham Mertz is kind of a drop-back pocket passer. Yeah, but the guy that they're playing tonight, this Benson kid, I think is his last name, is mm-hmm. a running dual threat quarterback. He's not a, you know, and he's never played before. So look for LS or for Florida to run the ball heavily with their backs and their quarterback tonight, and see if they can do some damage that way against um, Florida State. I'm not saying they will. I think that's what they're going to try. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so, too. Um, let's see. To, to, to round this out, speaking to Drew Franklin, I remember last year, uh, because Vegas always has um, – Vegas always has Louisville beating us for some reason, even when they're way worse than us. So even like last year, um, Drew Franklin uh, – was all about it because he, of course, bet Kentucky to cover because because why wouldn't you? Um, and uh, let's see if I can get this pulled up here. Um, seven and a half underdog point underdogs today. Yeah, seven, well, which makes sense. But even last year, I think we were a three point underdog, and we ended up winning by you know thirty something. And uh, Drew just does not understand. I, I saved this little clip of Drew on my phone. Um, <laughs> Because uh, he doesn't understand why Vegas always has has us as an underdog to them. So, who better than Drew Franklin to talk about Louisville? God, this is so much fun. You know, for a second <laughs> this week, I thought maybe I was stupid. Because last year, we get this, the spread comes out. Kentucky's a dog last year in Louisville. Three-point dog. And we're all like, what in the hell's Vegas thinking? We all hammer it. Three points today. I, I thought that was outrageous when it came out. I hammered it, and then I'm watching shows. Even our own Freddie this morning was talking about Louisville's going to do this, Louisville do that. Why do people fall for this time and time again? They suck. They absolutely suck. 
They lead the nation in sacks and they lead the nation in sucks. And they lead the nation in water bottle. Yeah, lead the nation in sucks. Yep. Um, but uh, but uh, that's pretty yeah. funny. Well, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 yet another. Kentucky win over Louisville. Uh, it, it puts us in a, a, a feel-good sort of situation going into the postseason. It was a much-needed win for this fan base. <laughs> much-needed win for this fan base. Hopefully, um, there's not too many opt-outs going to the bowl. Hopefully that's not. Some, that's something yeah. that we all you know need to look at. And hopefully, Stoops most time has kept his players from doing the opt-out. Last year, there was a few um, because of injury. Leary, Leary already said he's going to play yeah. in the bowl game, so that's good. Right. Ray Davis, I think, is going to play, I think. So hopefully there, we won't see too many opt-outs and we can go into a bowl game strong and get our eighth win of the season, at least in the season eight and five. Um, that would be, you know what I mean, like that. I mean, I'm not saying that that is the season that I wanted. To be honest with you, I picked us eight and four. I had us winning like the South Carolina game or the Missouri game at home. One of those two. I had us at least winning one of those two. Um, And, you know, if we would have won a bowl and won one of those, we could have nine wins. And I kind of thought that would be the max this year. Um, But eight and five. Considering we played four top ten teams and a top twenty five team, um, you know that that we've lost. You know, you know, well, we won one of those. We lost four of those. You know, I mean, that's. I mean, in all honesty, we are Kentucky football. I love Kentucky football. Just so you guys know, and I don't know if I, Coleman, if I ever even told you this, my brother in law mm-hmm. played for Kentucky. You you have not told me that. I did not know this. It's a good it's a good time to bring it up on our last post game show, though. You know, it's a good time yeah. to bring it up. Um, um, I've been I've been going and been tied to Kentucky program for a long time. Um, I have I do have a tie to Kentucky football program. Um, my brother in law is an ex Kentucky football player. He actually played on the team with Tim Couch. There you go. That's a good. He that's went, a good team to play on. He went to the Outback Bowl with Couch, and he actually was the leading tackler. He was a safety. His name is Jeff Zerker. You, know, you guys can look him up. True story. He played. He transferred in. He only played at Kentucky two years, his junior and senior year, but both years was the two years that Couch was running, basically running the program. Tim Couch was there, Craig East, all that bunch. Um, and even before that, I had a few ties here and there, but I've been tied to the Kentucky football program. I am diehard true fan for Kentucky football all my I life. Too. Yep. Um, and, I mean, I can go back. I remember the 83 and the 84 Hall of Fame Bowls. Um, yep. A long time ago. Um, so, you know, I uh, that's something I haven't told you guys. Um, 
I don't even think I've told Coleman. No, you, you haven't told me. No, that's the first time hearing of it. Um, yeah. uh, my sister is married to Jeff Serker. He's my brother-in-law. And uh, he's an ex-Kentucky football player, number 42. Well, the, there we go. So safety. Brad's got the connections there. Safety um, in 97 and 98 with the Tim Couch, Craig East teams. So he would have been under, he would have been under uh, Al Mummy, right? And, and, and Leach, he knows. Tom, and Mike he knows, Leach. He knows yeah. Mike Leach really, he was really tore up about that. Um, yeah. Uh, man, yeah, I, miss, I miss Mike Leach, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, guys, enjoy this win. Um, th this is a day to celebrate. You know, these these don't come all the time. Well, like beating Louisville, that does happen all the time. So you you know that you don't have to feel like that's a that's a once in a lifetime lifetime thing. But enjoy this win. You know, because big wins against Louisville um, don't always happen because they usually suck. Brad, they're not very good usually. So, but but they're actually good this year. So, well, not good, but everybody thought they were good before this game. I mean, they're ten and one. They went through their schedule. They did what they were supposed to do. I mean, you know. Honestly, yeah. they, they the game that they did lose, they lost to a three and eight Pittsburgh team. Exactly. You know, you know so I mean, really, they should have been eleven and zero. To be honest with they you, should have been. Yeah, like I was saying earlier in the show, the only teams they played the entire year that was worth any salt in college football at all was Notre Dame, which was a surprise that they won, and then they beat Duke and they beat a bad Miami team. Yep. And that's it. That's that's the only teams they have played that's worth a crap. It it is. Um, but you know, add this to the list of Louisville victories. You know, we had the Stevie got loose game. We had the Myron Pryor picking up the fumble and running it back. You know, seventy yards or whatever. We had the Lynn Bowden year. We had the Will Levis two years where he's running all over him. Um, and we had this Jackson year. fumble. The the Lamar fumble. Yeah, the yeah. the Stevie Johnson. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the uh, the Steve Johnson for, or the the Steve Johnson first play of the game. We go out there and and they knew it was going to be a touchdown before we even snapped the ball. And and uh, Steve Johnson looked over at, at I think it was Garrett Johnson, the receiver that caught it, right? And looked looked over and said, um, "I love this blank." <laughs> right, snapped the ball through like a seventy yard touchdown pass first play of the game. That was the Lamar fumbled game, and. Uh, yeah, so um, add this to the list, guys. It, it it's a good one. So, um, well, and Brad, thanks thanks to you for doing these um, post game shows with me all all season long, man. It's it it's been fun. Um, it it's been a nice addition to the talking Kentucky uh, arsenal here, um, and uh, and and the college sportscast arsenal. Uh, actually, it's uh, been personally. fun for me. It's been a nice addition to college sportscast. I actually. Kentucky's my first love, always has been anything to do with college sports. Um, and it's good to have that to lean on and tie to, to just talk Kentucky stuff mm -hmm. for a while. Um, I want to throw this out at you. I mean, we've got, um, you know, early signing day about like December the 18th or something like that. I have to look it up exactly. Um, and then, you know, we'll have the bowl game. So, I mean, maybe we could talk about some of those if you want to, you know, come on and do a little something. Um, yeah. And, and continue this, you know, through the off season. Absolutely, man. 
That yeah. that'd be awesome. And that'd you know, awesome. I'll join you for a, a basketball talk as well because I can. Oh, do we'll that. do some basketball ones too. No, for sure. I can do that as well. It's not just Kentucky football. I'm actually a Kentucky basketball fan first and foremost. Well, there you go. Well, and Caden's well, only a basketball fan, so. Well, I'm first. My, I mean, my first love was Kentucky basketball, but yeah, you know, pretty quickly I picked up Kentucky football as well, and I've been a fan all my life. So. Well, nevertheless, it's been a good year. We'll do one more of these this season for the bowl game, whenever that is. Um, we'll keep you guys updated about that. But, uh, yeah, next thing on on my end of things for Talking Kentucky, we'll do a post-game show for the Miami game. When When is the Miami game? I don't know, is that Monday? Tuesday night. Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Okay, Tuesday night. Well, we'll do a Tuesday we'll night. It. It's, it's 7.30. I think it's 7.30 Eastern time, so it would be 6.30 Central, Central I believe. Well, we'll do one for that. Um, and uh, you guys go follow College Sports Cast 2 on all the things. And uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the things. And then um, we'll be back with regular Talking Kentucky uh, episodes next Thursday night. We're off this week for Thanksgiving. Um, like I said, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Don't let the mobile quarterbacks carry the turkey to the table. Um, and, yeah, so <laughs> it's been a good one. Um, well, for Coleman Scott. And for Brad Harvey and for Kentucky football getting another win over the Louisville Cardinals um, and for fishing the regular season seven and five, this has been, yes, L's down. We've got to throw the L's down. Yeah, new cover photo. Yeah, it's got to be. That's right. Yes. There we go. Get that. Um, so for Coleman Scott, for Brad Harvey, this has been the Talking Kentucky Post Game Show. And we'll see you all next time. Go Cats. L's down Go forever. Cats.